0: And welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your Scottish weekly dose of all things gaming. Jess, Craig, and Andy here to run through this week's news and latest games. We are recording a little earlier than we usually do this week, so if there are any glaringly obvious omissions, then that is why. I've not quite made up my mind yet as to whether this week's movie pick falls into the so bad it's good category or just so bad, but we will discuss that. The film that we watched, The Room, a little later on. But you can also expect in this week's episodes, Craig to share his achievement and trophy hunter exploits. Yes.
1: You want an achievement for that trophy?
0: That one, yep. Hmm. It doesn't... I can't intro it like that. It doesn't work. So...
1: It does if you try harder.
0: You might have to rethink it. Uh, also, we'll have a look at this week's bin nominations before finishing the episode with a pick of the week. And yeah, if you don't know already, if this is your first time listening, we are the Pure Day Gaming team. You can find everything else over at puredeadgaming.com. dot com. Make sure you follow our social channels. We release podcasts every week at three PM. We are approaching one hundred episodes also.
1: What are we on? Ninety seven. Woo huzzah!
0: Yes. Anyway, how's our week been?
2: eventful I'm just starting this is the first day of my two weeks off off and I'm bored shitless already fuck off absolutely bored with my tits seriously don't know what to do myself two weeks off did I say that two weeks (laughs) (laughs) off what a prick and know what see honestly I've got on my calendar on my phone it's like different colours so Mm -hmm. I've got like colours for when I'm working my days off and then annual leave, uh-huh. and then the annual leave is like orange, and I was
0: manual like, leaves orange in my calendar it? too. Yeah. There
2: we go, um, <laughs> that's great. And I, it came up, <laughs> it came up, and I went, "Why is that big chunk of orange there?" And then I was like, "It clicked that I had two weeks off, and it was only like two weeks ago I found this out mm-hmm. that I had two weeks coming up." And people were like, "Usually, folk look forward to the holidays, and it's just like kind of snuck up in me, yeah. and, and, now, and now I'm off for."
1: Let me repeat two weeks. <laughs> Who fucking <laughs> let this guy in?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I was also off today. Um,
1: That's right, actually, yeah. yeah. So, I was. I was honestly going to cut you some slack for not having put that bloody dishwasher on because I thought, oh, she's, you know, I and mean, she's been putting a shift on, she's been working. No, she you weren't know. even working today. I
0: did. I did attempt to put the dishwasher on, I just forgot to press the final button. She's that been was recovering
2: all. from her hen weekend. I have, yes. Which I'd now like to hear all about. Yeah, because you have get transfer tattoos of Craig's face on you, which is a face <laughs> nobody should have on them. Well, <laughs> right. I've actually,
0: because it's the kind of thing that you have to. I mean, I didn't purchase this, but it's the kind of thing that you have to purchase more than one of. You can't just buy one transfer tattoo. Exactly. You have to buy so I bulk. do have. 14 a... more. Wait, there anyone wish a transfer tattoo of Craig? I would happily send that out to a listener.
2: Alright, oh, you've not got 14 on you.
0: No, I have. Right,
2: fuck. I've one... would like, like, held you down and just went, let's go to town on No,
0: I did have a, a few on various parts of my body, but, um, yeah, I still, ha- there's extra. Various right.
1: parts of your body sounds so fucking go. dirty. <laughs>
2: That's the giveaway. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> transfer tattoos of your face. Aye, if you just want a transfer tattoo on my face, right in. <laughs> Yeah. I bet some deal some do want one. But yeah, yeah you see sure. you've got you've got a wee tramp stamp just now at the back. I do indeed, yep. yes, yes.
0: Yeah. I have washed, it's a just not tail. came off yet. They do, um,
1: they do take a bit of rubbing, <laughs> don't they? They really do. <laughs>
0: um so coincidentally, um after we watched Spice Girls or mm-hmm. Spice World the movie, my weekend was was full of spice. So it was. We had a 90s throwback-themed weekend, which included a Spice Girls dance class. So
2: Not but, really known for their dancing, though, I wouldn't say.
0: They were. They were like a... Just
1: a wee bit of choreography.
0: Yeah, of... yeah. So, there is... Well,
1: what, how much do you think these lot were capable of? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen,
0: there is a video of us dancing, and I think we're all in sync very well.
1: Well, what I'd like to say is that when we do inevitably start our Patreon, and that will be a tear getting that video.
0: I don't think it can be shared outside the group. Oh,
1: I think it can. No, so was
2: there, were you a certain Spice Girl?
0: No, no, ah, we were all just... Right.
1: She was the main act though, she yeah. was in the middle, everyone was sort of dancing of around her. I was
0: centre stage, yeah. yeah.
1: So, Leader of the pack.
0: Yeah, so sure? that happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. 90s themed it back when you were in your prime.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. After I worked the Spice Girls. Yes. And then I texted you, I had a work quiz in the morning. That's right. And one of the questions was a Spice Girl uh, answer. And I was like, add to the guy on with this Spice Girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Because you text me, and you're like, you'll never guess what happened this morning with, uh-huh. a, with a work quiz on the team's call. And it was what? The question
2: was like, Elton John, Richard E. Grant, Meatloaf, all starred in which 90s film? And I went, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Spice Girls I was like it meant to my me. I watched that this week and he looked at me because I didn't get to tell him the context yeah, I just said I watched context. that so all, all this guy here was me going I watched the Spice Girls this week how you done? <laughs> and that was it he's looking at me going what the fuck oh, why are you watching the Spice Girls
1: yeah well while you were away partying having fun I set myself on fire
2: what the fuck were you trying to cook for yourself
1: no yeah. No, it was, bon- it was bonfire night. Ah. Cook for myself. We get takeaways all weekend. Don't you I, your... I bet you did as well. fuck's sake. <laughs> There's no fucking cooking grunt in that house. Uh, no, we got... Uh, I went got sparklers for the kids. Mm-hmm. And I set my finger on fire. <laughs> we actually properly on fire. <laughs> uh, I would have been like... So I got the sparklers and then my cousins came round and were like, Oh, we'll go outside and we'll do it with the kids. But it was quite windy and rainy. So it, I had a uh, lighter and I'm trying to light this thing and it just fucking would not light. It was the flame was on it, but it just wouldn't light. Mm. And uh, so I was like, Right, I'll take it back into the conservatory, i light it there and then take it out to them. But obviously in the sort of transfer somehow, some of the stuff from that had got onto my finger. So when it lit, I like took my hand away and there was like flames coming from my thumb. From my thumb.
2: See, so your thumb was sparkling. Oh, it's
1: properly like there, like a fucking. Oh, uh, yeah. It was on fire, and I was like, so I just had to go and like, shake it and put it out. And like to be fair, I was like, they were like, they were all like, holy fuck, and I was like, that's not too bad actually, it's all right. Ten minutes later, fucking agony. On, aye. Aye. I ended up up till that was maybe about six o'clock at night. And I went to bed that night at like three in the morning. I had to have an ice pack on it the whole time. I couldn't, oh, take, really? I couldn't take it off an ice pack for any more than like 10 seconds. That bad. So it's always
2: like a first degree
1: burn or It was pretty bad. Uh, it was quite, it's quite hot. Those sparkles.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a reason they tell you to wear gloves. <laughs> did you wear gloves? I did no. not. I did not wear <laughs> gloves,
1: no. No, I did not. Um, yeah. So. so the
2: kids managed to get by all right with the sparkles. The kids were fine. Yeah, of course.
1: Just just me. Yeah, of course. Just me,
0: unfortunately. I'm leaving them again for another two days this week, so I hope that...
1: Take all the sparkles away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it could certainly be seen as a lapse in judgment. I mean, leaving me alone once with the kids is... It's got to be done again. Aye. It's bad, but actually Mm. going and doing it again is just flagrant. Yeah. Child services will be on the way. Like, you fucking left away that numpty. <laughs> Takeaways again. Oh, aye. But uh, a <laughs> funny thing happened today. So as we alluded to, while well, you two were having a fucking day off, I put in a shift. And I don't want to disclose the location, because I know a couple of people at my work do listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I was at an undisclosed work location, and this guy comes in, which people often do, other workers, and I walked by him at one point and I was like, just caught a whiff, and I'm like, oh my god, that guy's fucking reeking. That guy is, mm-hmm. that guy's stinking. Like, you mm-hmm. didn't normally notice it, but just walking past him, it was like a smell of E-o. vinegar. Oh, it was, vinegar, that's sweat. It was that's horrible, man. E-o. And it's a big place, so I was just like, right, fuck that, I'm just going to fucking stay away from him until he's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm down the other side. And all of a sudden, another guy walks in, right? And uh, mm-hmm. he comes in, and he walks but He's like, all right, mate, how you doing? I said, i fine, aye. And he goes to go down the other side, and he just takes one fucking look, and he's like, ah, no, no fucking chance. He's fucking reeking. <laughs> wow, right like that. Aye. Toppy's top voice, I fucking hell. And he's like, he's fucking reeking. And I was I was just looking about, because I didn't know either of them, and I'm like, I don't know what to fucking say. <laughs> and then he turns to me, he's like, fucking fair play teammate. You, if you're willing to stay in here by the way but that guy's fucking stinking so I'm going outside he's a bell when he's gone and he fucking and he walked out the, the room and I was yeah, like I he just fucking got, kept working as if he was fucking he <laughs> as, if, as if he was like cocooned from the fucking abuse and I'm just like I didn't know where to look so I just stood over the corner as far away from him as possible and then imagine uh, being
2: known as the smelly guy though I know that's not what you want
1: Oh. And, and then uh, about the guy left after about 10 minutes, and then about 20 minutes after that, this guy peels his head in and just like, Is he fucking gone yet? And I was like, aye, He's away, aye. And he's like, Fuck's sake, fucking smell's probably still lingering, butter. And I was like, <laughs> And <laughs> he I didn't, I know didn't know what, what he's I didn't know what he's saying. I didn't know what he's saying. I, mean, I, I mean, I half thought about going, you weren't wrong, to be fair. He's fucking reading, but I just left it. I mean, uh, you're
2: no nasty enough to actually say that to somebody's face, though. I know, he could have just. I mean, there's a difference. You, I don't know the person. I'm never going to meet them, so it's a funny antidote. But you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, and I wouldn't say that to somebody's face, no, because we're nice people, people. exactly. (laughs) But he didn't give a
1: fuck, man. He was just like, he's fucking stinking.
2: Mm, That's bad. I mean, see when you smell somebody smells of vinegar, though, that's weeks worth of no cleaning yourself. Mm. Imagine, imagine getting to an age where like you're fending for yourself, and you just don't know how to basic standards mm. of cleaning yourself. You, know you, I mean? you must
1: just get to a point where you don't smell it.
2: Oh, oh 100%. Because you couldn't.
1: If you if you did smell it, you'd be like, you'd I, need to do something about
2: it. I, I fear that with my cats, right? So in my room, the cats, I've got this thing called a Buddha dome, right? Maybe some cat people know what this is. It's like a big dome, right? And basically it's, like, it's supposed to keep the smell at bay. It's a cat litter tray, right? But it's a big, massive dome, and it's got like wee perforated steps that they walk up into, and then into the actual litter tray, right? And it's got like air filters on the top, all right. So it does keep the smell at bay a lot. But I'm conscious that they're still reeking sometimes, right? And I worry that if somebody come into the house, does it smell a cat shit? Right? And I'm just used to it, yeah. You know what I mean? Aye, aye. sometimes I do come in and they've li- literally just they've just taken a shit, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, do you know what the fuck she's got the cutest wee face but <laughs> that came out your ass. holy <laughs> fuck you know what I mean and she's like
1: <laughs>
2: and then sometimes you're like always check that ass just in case there's shite hanging and she's like <laughs> oh, hello wee wee wee, wee. jumping up like on you crap like dangling for her ass. And you're like, Juno, come here! And it just starts running away and it starts flicking everywhere. (laughs) And you're like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fucking hell. It's a whole fucking thing.
1: (laughs) It sounds like a fucking whole thing. I'm glad my cat goes outside. Fucking cleans himself up and goes back in. You tired over there? A wee
0: bit.
1: A wee bit. Still recovering (laughs) from the weekend. Shocking behaviour.
0: Yeah, as a result of being away and going away again. I have not played Hee Haw this week in the gaming world.
1: That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. I've played a couple of things. We will do a cut-in, a God of War-related cut-in, because we haven't played that yet, but we'll have before this comes out. But uh, I've played. I've only played two things, actually, but I've played quite a lot of each. So I played, I've started Horizon Forbidden West again, I played it when it first came out back in February and I liked it. It was good, really good. But I had loads, I spoke about it at the time, but I had loads of fucking issues with like it just slowed down to a crawl, crashes. Like I'd con- I've- I can't remember ever a game that I had more bugs with. Like, and I played all the Assassin's Creed games. So that's fucking saying something and Cyberpunk. Um, and so it did sort of hamper my enjoyment of it quite a bit. And so, Obviously, we're getting kind of close to like game of the year stuff and things like that now. And like, I don't know, at the beginning of the year, like I would have said, without any shadow of a doubt, I had Eisen game, would have been in my top 10. But like, at the moment, it's probably not just because my experience was partly ruined by all the bugs. So, partly for the reasons of replaying, partly for trophies. Of course. Uh, I've started on the PlayStation 4 version because for some reason it doesn't go back the way, but see if you get the Platinum on PlayStation 5, you can't then get the trophies on PlayStation 4 without playing all through it, but see if you Platinum on PlayStation 4 and then you load up the PlayStation 5 version, they all just pop.
2: Pop, pop, pop.
1: Yep. So I started it on PlayStation 4. Fuck me, man. It looks amazing. Like, I don't know. I just figured that, like... I mean, obviously, I, I suppose the PS5 version probably does look better, but you wouldn't know. You would think it's a PS5 game. Like, it looks fucking incredible. Uh, and I even, I was playing it on a PlayStation 4, so it's not like it was getting up on PS5 or anything like that. Mm. Like, I played it on the fucking jet engine. Um, I mean, you do notice the 30 frames a second, that's one thing, but other than that, like, it looks fucking phenomenal, and you it's brilliant.
2: more these days because you're playing more games with 60 frames a second? Cause Probably I. Because you're going back and forth a little bit.
1: Probably, I but I. Because th- I've no
2: experienced that a lot yet, really.
1: Aye, I don't know though, because like, like I said, the other weeks, you with Gotham Nights, like I didn't notice the thirty at all. So I don't know if it's just certain games.
2: Just feel a wee- I-, I hope it doesn't become too much of a thing because I don't want to like, go back to games and then it's like, it's like going back to Snes, it. It's really probably, jarring. it's right, really jarring. But I don't, yeah. I don't feel that the new though, because I have played a few games in 16. it just feels smooth, obviously. But then you go back. And I've not noticed it too much.
1: It's weird. Like, I don't, I don't know, because obviously, like, 30 frames a second's like, a unit of measurement, basically. But, like, there is 30 frames a second that feels smoother than others. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know. Like, I notice it big time with Horizon, but I didn't notice it with Gotham Knights. And then people say Gotham Knights dips a bit, but I didn't notice that either. So... Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, in terms of graphics, it's fuck, it looks amazing. And, like... Games always do these days, uh, you know, don't they? And interestingly, I've had way less. I mean, I'm sure the PS5 version's completely fixed now as well, but like, I've had no bugs, no issues mm. at all. Just like a really good. I probably put about 10 hours into it and just had uh, just a really good experience with it so far. It's been really good. And the other thing that I've been putting loads of hours into is the new Monkey Island game,
2: mm.
1: which is fucking awesome.
2: So, this is a, a new adventure? Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Return to Monkey, to Monkey Island. So it it came out on...
2: Is it 3D or like the old school? No, thing? it's old school. Old school. Mm. Hand-drawn. Cool.
1: It, um, It came out on Switch and PC about two months ago, but it was like exclusive. Like Switch paid for the rights to have it console exclusive. And so everyone sort of thought it must be like six months or something like that. But then last week, we spoke about it last week, but it was announced, oh, it's coming to Game Pass. And it's coming to PlayStation as well. So it's actually out tomorrow. It'll be out by the time this podcast launches, but it comes to Game Pass on the 8th, which is Tuesday. Uh, But we got a code through for it on PlayStation Friday last week. And so I spent most of the weekend playing that, and it's it's fucking brilliant. It's so nostalgic while being a new game, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just that... It's just, it's so nostalgic, like the 90s and the old, like, the old Monkey Island games. Like, you get total, like, Grim Fandango vibes from it and oh, stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's so fucking good. I wish it,
2: they'd make another game set in that world. Aye. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it?
1: I know. Yeah. Fucking odd give a lot of money for it. but yeah no it's 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 fucking excellent i really recommend it and like i say it's coming to game pass so there's no reason not to to play it it's it's got some like nice accessibility stuff as well so i have completed the game three times so far
0: can i ask a question because we had a conversation about this and i wondered have you achieved the platinum yet
1: no, I'm trying to be the first person in the world to platinum this game.
2: You've completed it three times and you've not
1: got a platinum yet? Aye, so there's a bit an issue. So obviously there's no guides for it because right. it's not out. Well, it is out on Switch and PC and there is achievement... Oh, so
2: could be really random stuff, obviously.
1: Aye, well, there's, there is an achievement guide, sort of, for PC, but nobody gives a fuck about Steam achievements and nobody's bothered really. Let's mm. see, once it's out on Xbox and PlayStation, there will be a step-by-step guide on how to yeah. get each trophy. Um yeah. So there's two modes. It's actually really cool. There's a... I think it's called casual mode, and then there's, like, hardcore mode. And so casual mode... You've still got, like, uh, some different, like, puzzles you've got to do, but it's there's less of it than the hardcore mode. Mm -hmm. Because you know how sometimes... like I love point-and-click games, but sometimes some of the puzzles are obtuse as fuck. You've got to put two things that you would never think to put together, Mm -hmm. and then you've got to mix it with this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. And so I was like fuck I'll go casual mode, because it does get a bit frustrating sometimes. And see, in casual mode, there's plenty of puzzles, but it's not that difficult. Mm -hmm. And so I played through it, and I was was looking for the achievements and stuff like that, and it was when I got to, there's five chapters, and it was halfway through chapter four, so near the end, I looked up a guide for one of these achievements, and it said, can only be done in hard mode. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Why could that not have known that beforehand? Mm -hmm. So I finished the game completed it, there's also a trophy for a speed run you have to do it under a certain amount of time so I'd completed it on the Saturday night and then on the Sunday morning I was like right, it's fresh in my head so I'll quickly bang through it and do the speed run so I did that
2: How quick you got
1: to do that? Under two hours but when you know what you're doing you can do it in about an hour and a half Um, so it wasn't too bad Uh, and then I played through it again in the hard mode and it's just like, it's the same like I wondered what would be different. It's quite cool. So there's like extra steps almost for each. Oh. Uh, puzzle for most puzzles, like in one of the puzzles, you have to give like this girl a forgiveness frog um, to get her to forgive you for something. To oh,
2: i give plenty
1: then mate uh, you just fucking. I, I right. keep. I keep a bit or three in the car, <laughs> just to fucking chuck out the window at I've
2: got a bag of
1: pound <laughs> full. So you've got to give her this frog because you want to b- uh, borrow a book. But in the hard mode, you've got this frog, but then you've got to write stuff on the frog before you give it to her. So you've got to mm-hmm. go about and collect information about her that mm-hmm. changes every time and then you've got to write the right stuff on it. It's things like that. Um, So I've got that. Mm. So all I'm looking for now is the collectibles because, and this is annoying as fuck, but there's a hundred trivia cards around the world Mm -hmm. and you've got to pick them all up and then you go into a book and each trivia card you've got a Monkey Island related question that you've got to answer right. So you've got to get all a hundred right. Now I do have a list of the answers, so that's right. not necessarily the problem. But see, try to find the trivia cards, fucking hell! Mm-hmm. I watched like a full walkthrough, and each time there's, when it, there's supposed to be a trivia card, they've got it circled. But half the places I went to, and there's nothing there, so, it's so I don't know. I think it's maybe different every Random. run. Aye. Mm. But luckily, I found out that like if you do a run and you collect like thirty of them, mm. then when you go into another run, those thirty will still be there. So you could keep going through until you, really? I presume, finally find a hundred. But it's mm. a ball ache.
2: Is it voiced?
1: Yeah, fully voiced. Cool. It's a, it's really high production. It's really fucking cool. Cool. I definitely recommend. It. You'll love it. It's Aye. fucking excellent. And like the casual mode's fucking brilliant. It's still, de- I mean, don't be wrong, See the casual mode. You'll still be stumped. It's not like it's fucking. Like a baby mode oh, or no, anything I'm like I'm that. I'm it in
2: hard because uh, I don't know if I tell you, but I'm off for two weeks, so I've got uh, fucking <laughs> plenty of time to
1: plenty of time. To play it. I hope you get really stuck. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking help you, fuck. I be getting downloaded. Fucking awesome, awesome. Highest recommendation from myself. If you like point and click games, it's fucking a no brainer, man. Uh,
2: definitely.
0: Okay, so of course on the 9th of November, God of War Ragnarok was released worldwide for PS4 and PS5, the first cross-gen release in the series, and this is actually the ninth instalment in the God of War series and sequel, of course, to 2018's God of War. So, what are your thoughts, Craig?
1: So far, I'm really impressed with it. I've only put a few hours in at the time of recording, but the production value is absolutely off the charts. Like, just the attention to detail, the sort of... I don't know. Like, I famously was a lot more lukewarm on the 2018 version than most people. 8 out of 10. (laughs) But this one already, while feeling similar, certainly, it feels more grandiose. It feels more... I don't know, it's just... It feels like it's got more scale to it. And I know it's strange, even though I'm still really early on, but just, I don't know, you you get the impression that it's going to be a more epic journey. Like, I really liked the old God of War games. I'm not, Hacking Slash isn't generally my thing, but the God of War games on, like, PS3, I really enjoyed. And part of it was that it just, it felt so epic, I don't Mm -hmm. know, and I feel like the 2018 version almost scaled that back a little bit in in exchange for like the story, which was more heartfelt, and I think this time they're sort of going for both and I've heard that from like previews as well that it does seem to be on a larger scale and it's certainly something that I've noticed almost straight away. Um, As I said, the attention to detail is just incredible like you're going through the snow and it's it's so lifelike, it's, I don't know, like we're obviously getting better day by day, month by month, year by year, but this feels like a benchmark, like it's just, it's just incredible so far, um, whether the story will capture me this time, like it, when it didn't really last time, whether I'll get bored of the combat, which I did sort of last time, I don't know, but so far, it's really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. I don't want to talk too much about story, obviously. Yeah,
0: but that's kind of what my question was going to be. So this does pick up, what, a couple of years after the previous? Yeah, yeah. Game? So it's yeah. not
1: it's not straight away. Your son, Atreus, is older. Uh, I would guess it's maybe... I've, I mean, I'm sure the information's out there, but I, I guess it's maybe three or four years later. Um, I guess just looking at Atreus, uh, obviously Kratos just looks the same.
0: Yeah. And is it the kind of game that you need to have played God of War to appreciate this? Or do you think... I mean, again, I know you've not finished it, we're not going to get into story spoilers, but is it necessary to have played God of War?
1: I think you would benefit from it. Mm -hmm. But interestingly... Sony are clearly aiming it for people who haven't played the previous instalment as well because when you load up the game, the first option you're hit with is a God of War recap. Mm. Now, whether that might as well be for people who played it in 2018 and haven't thought about it since uh, or not, obviously that is there to bring you up to date with the story. So you could conceivably just just move on, but I, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Like The 2018 version... Even with me being, as I said, sort of softer on it than most people, I would say it's a great game and it's well worth playing. So if you haven't played the for the first installment of the reboot, I would recommend doing that first. But no, this is really, really good. Um, I fell off. I only, I only completed the 2018 version about a month or two ago. Mm. And I can see me sticking this one through this time. Like, I don't know. There's just... I can't really put it into words, but it's just a sense of scale. Like, it feels like... It feels like it's almost a mix of the twenty eighteen version and the old versions as well, and it's bringing more of that in, which I think is going to going to carry it for me. Plus, the story is really compelling as well, voice acting's tremendous, and yeah, it's it's really setting the scene for something that's going to be good. My concern is a, the length of It's supposed to be a fairly long game, but um, obviously, for most people, that will be a plus as well.
0: Yeah, and yeah, early reviews. And the Metacritic score is sitting at 94. So, you know, if Craig's early judgment is not enough, then the Metacritic is 94, which I think says a lot.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think going in, everyone sort of thought that it would score a little bit lower than the 2018 one just because it was more of a continuation. But it seems like they have managed to innovate enough. To by all accounts make it one of the best PlayStation games ever. And I think a week even a week ago, two weeks ago, people would have said Elden Ring was absolutely nailed on for Game of the Year. And to be honest, I think it probably will still get the nod, but I think there's now a debate and I don't think we thought that was coming two weeks ago. Mm.
0: Cool, so as I mentioned at the beginning, alongside this podcast, we do also have PureDeadGaming.com where we post written reviews, and new this week is S.J. Hollis's review of The Chant.
1: Yeah, it's a horror, kind of third-person horror game. I think it's good, but not great.
0: Good, but not great. Yeah, go read the review if, you, if you're interested. Okay, let's move on to this week's news. So, first up, it would be foolish of us not to mention PSVR2 details that came out last week. Given Sony's announcements of this year, it should come as no surprise that it was delivered out of nowhere via a blog post. They love a blog post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so first up, the vital info. The headset will launch on February 22nd, 2023, and will set consumers back. £529.99 or $549.99 Pre-orders will begin on November 15th. Launch titles announced so far include The Dark Pictures, Switchback VR, Jurassic World Aftermath, Hello Neighbor VR, Search and Rescue, Pistol Whip, zenith the last city crossfire sierra squad and an upgraded version of the swordsman and more and before we get into this we do have a write-in from gary who said i'm sorry but this launch lineup is awful seriously what the f is going on alex 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 where the fuck is alex
1: I love how you bleeped the first fuck and then just went for it with the second one. be You only allowed a certain few each episode.
0: Yeah, that's my quota used up.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's, it's quite a lot of money. It's quite expensive. Although it's not that much more than the the last one. To be fair, like the last one, they sold it and they sold it kind of piecemeal. So like the, the last one, the headset was like three fifty, but then you had to buy. Uh, the camera, the camera which was fi- the camera, which was fifty. So the last one was four hundred.
0: And your move controllers, if you didn't have them.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I kinda like. I don't know. Like I saw like a lot of people been like, "Oh, this is actually cheaper than the last PlayStation VR headset," and then they added all the stuff together. But what folk forget is, with the last one, you didn't you need the fucking controls. Like so many people just spent four hundred. Yeah. True. Like only a third of the games actually used the one sticks. Like most people I know that got the PSVR never bought the sticks. Mm. So it was optional, whereas this time you do fucking need them. Mm. Um it's a lot of money, isn't it? It's a lot of money. Just
2: see, that's the, way, just the way things are I don't, don't see people being able to fork out that amount of money for this.
1: They're, I mean, ta- they're talking about making about 1.5 million for launch. I don't think they're going to sell that many.
2: No, nah, I really don't. I just think it's not because it's a bad product, I just think it's the way the world is then. Yeah, it is. Not,
0: I think what's going to happen as well, like given the success of the PS5 and how in demand it was and still pretty much is, yeah. I reckon you're going to get scalpers buying these up, mm, doing their pre-orders the and they'll probably actually end up losing money because yeah. I don't think the demand is going to be quite as high and obviously mm-hmm. if they're trying to make a profit like it's already a, a high price tag so will people be willing to spend more just to get it?
1: They'll lose their ass. I think I, because you will, like, a lot of, like, it's the same, I think we spoke about this before, but I remember a similar thing happening with wrestling tickets, and there was a show that sold out, I think it was an AEW show, and it sold out straight away, and scalpers had bought a lot of tickets, Mm -hmm. like, half the tickets, and so they sold the tickets for, like, three times the price, made a fucking killing, but they were just scalpers, they didn't understand wrestling, they just... Mm -hmm went where the ticket demand was Mm. so the next time there was a show they were like oh here we fucking go again Mm. they bought up all the tickets and it was a show that nobody wanted fucking tickets for Mm. and then they were like oh my god and ended up having to sell them for less than face value and lost their fucking ass Mm. and i think this could be a similar thing you'll have so many scalpers that are like we made a fucking killing on xbox series and ps5s this is gonna be fucking amazing and they're gonna buy these up and then realize that I don't know, like, see the first week it comes out, you'll probably see them on eBay for £700, mm. but then there'll be 600 500 and then folk will just be like, I'm just trying to get my fucking money back now, like... Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. We might be wrong, I don't
1: know. Um, no, I can definitely see that. Mm. I think there will be a rush at the other time, like, but, yeah, I hope to pick one up, but I will see. Um... It's not, it's not the best launch lineup to be fair. Like, so obviously you've got Horizon Call of the Mountain as well, and there's a bundle with that. Uh, If you get it with it, it's £570 or $600. So that'll probably be like a slight saving if you're going to buy the game anyway. Mm. Um, But there is a lot of people disappointed, like, in the launch lineup or what they've announced so far. But I don't know. They'll definitely see to me, maybe it'll be another blog post, but I think they'll have like a state of play maybe in January, where they're like, here's some more games that are coming. Yeah. Because they already said that Resident Evil Village would be playable in VR, Mm. and Resident Evil 4 is coming to VR as well, and they weren't mentioned at all. Mm. So there's definitely more, and I can't imagine them not having the AstroBot game ready for launch. Like, see, Pistol Whip, it's going to be a free upgrade. If you own it in PSVR, then it'll just be free. Mm. So I don't know. I think... It's not. I don't think it's going to have like a killer launch lineup or anything like that. But I think there will be more than what people are thinking. I can't play it. I sold man. Now you found you felt it quite sick, didn't you?
2: I can't play it for every time I tried to play it. I tried to play that Blood and Truth hmm. because not that I didn't think it was a bad game. It just made me. It just gave me like a not a sore head, but it just made me feel.
1: Makes you feel nauseous.
2: A wee bit, and it just like 15, 20 minutes, and I just felt uncomfortable. I was like playing it for 15-20 minutes. Going, That's just cool as fuck and then I would start getting dead sluggish mm. feeling, and I'd have to take it off. Mm.
1: I I have always played VR in quite small chunks. Like, mm. I would never play for more than an hour at no. a time. Yeah. yeah. Probably, 40, probably, probably 45 think, minutes.
2: You know how you always get that bit of advice where it says take a break every mm. hour? Aye. I think for the VR, that's probably wise to actually do. Aye. Aye. I'm not going to sit there with a controller and take a break. Don't be fucking stupid. Aye. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I remember playing Metal Gear Solid for like two days straight, yeah. and I was seeing spots. So I'm not taking a 15-minute break every hour. No chance. But I think for the VR, it might actually be a thing yeah. to Oh, to aye, you just end up
1: feeling sick. Yeah,
2: if you want to be able to play it for long times anyway. Mm. So if you want to play a VR game and you're like, oh, I want to play a story VR game and I want to play it all day, mm. uh, you might have to take a wee break every now and again to feel normal yeah. while you're playing it. Mm.
1: You can build up your resistance as well. And like some games are better than other for others for like, the motion thing. Like it's interesting actually, that Dark Pictures game, like that's a so when PSVR first came out, there was a uh Until Dawn game called Russia Blood and you were in like a wee mine cart. <laughs> not to be confused with Minecraft, you know what I mean, Minecart, mm-hmm. and it was a horror game, and so you just went along. It was almost like you are on a roller coaster, and mm-hmm. you had to, like... It was almost like House of the Dead still. You just had to shoot people when they popped up, mm-hmm. but there was so much fucking freaky stuff jumping out at you, and obviously, because it was in 3D as well, it was mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, I always remember a uh, friend Scott, uh, he'd picked up one, and he was like, oh, come round, we've got a PSVR, you need to come round. Uh and I already had it, so I was like, Oh, you need to try it until dawn, you'll really like that. I love horror stuff, that's great. And he'd fucking smoked about three joints before he decided to put the headset right. on. He was <laughs> fucking terrified, man. He was near <laughs> tears. He's literally near tears. I'd like he slept that night. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> just fucking hugging, the wa- hugging the walls, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting that they went back to that. Well, because see, the Dark Pictures game, it's the same team, super massive, and I looked at the trailer. You're in a minecart again, and mm. it's, so it's the it's pretty much like a sequel, even yeah. though it's another another property. So that's quite cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just think. I think they're gonna. It's it's not the right economy for this. No,
2: no, you're and right. And
1: that's like it's that's not necessarily Sony's fault. Like no. obviously this stuff gets planned fucking years ago. They're obviously, I mean, exactly. it's ready to release. they going to release it. You've got to imagine they're sitting there going,
2: "Fuck, fuck, aye."
1: This is not fucking state, ideal. State of the
2: world is fucked as a wee bit. Aye,
1: but you've put so many. I mean, you've ordered fucking x amount of parts. Like you've yeah. the wheels are in motion so far in advance exactly. that you're fucked.
2: And that
0: price tag maybe wasn't there initial idea, but obviously once it's come to actually manufacturing it, costs have increased and they've, you know, yeah, maybe been man. forced to put the price up a little bit, so...
1: currencies in the fucking bin as well, like yeah. it's all... Yeah, definitely. Going back to... Sorry, who was the writer? Uh, Gary. What Gary said as well, like, uh, I do think Half-Life Alex will come. It's maybe not going to be ready for a launch, but I know there's a, there's a lot of people saying that because it hasn't been mentioned yet that maybe it won't come and, like, why would... Valve even bother because Valve have got a license to print money with Steam and stuff like that. But I mean, there's, there isn't really much in it for Valve to port it to PSVR. But at the same point, there wasn't much in it for Valve to even make the game. Mm -hmm. Like, Fokemon wanting a Half Life game for years and years, and Valve were like, I'm one of them. I know. I love that franchise. Valve were just like, well. We fucking make too much money anyway, so why would we bother? So when they made Half Life Alex, it was a passion project. Mm-hmm. So to me, those same people would be like, "Well, we want more people to play it." So like Half Life Alex is still the most impressive VR game ever made, ever made. And so I think you have like a bit of pride kicking in, where like you have like people at Valve going. We want people to experience this. Aye, like let's, it's, show them. aye let's fucking let's do it. So I think it will come over. It might not be ready for launch, but I think it'll come.
0: Okay, next up, speaking during an episode of his Brain Structure podcast, Hideo Kojima admitted he has received some ridiculously high figures to sell the studio, but doesn't want to be absorbed into a larger company. He says, quote, let me reiterate that we are indies. We have no affiliations whatsoever and we are not backed by anyone. And every day I am approached by offers all over the world to buy our studio. Some of those offers are ridiculously high prices but it's not that I want money. I want to make what I want to make. That's why I created this studio. So as long as I'm alive, I don't think I will ever accept those offers.
2: I can believe that as well because of the hassle they had with fucking Konami. Konami. That's, that's why he's done this. Because of the shit yeah. for them. Basically forced him to release the game unfinished. I don't, the, get, I don't care think wants to be in a position like that again.
1: And he's, but he's, he's such an in-demand developer as well that mm-hmm. he has no need. Like, a lot of these people, they sell out because it's like, well, then it gives us security. Mm-hmm. But Kojima doesn't need security. Like, Kojima, for the rest of his fucking career, can just go, I'm fucking Kojima and I'm going to make a game and mm-hmm. you're going to fucking... Pay me to make the game, and then folk are going to buy the fucking game, All right? And then who else? Obviously you... in Japanese, though, because he doesn't speak English.
2: Aye, but who else? Like, like him. There's nobody else that really makes games that are so quirky but so accessible at the same time. Yeah, it's crazy, like how quirky his games actually are. Mm. When you think about it, I mean, that fucking. I love, I love him, but I love Metal Gear Solid. Mm. I don't love Death Stranding was a struggle for me. I just yeah. couldn't get past the gameplay and how. Imagine, it was. imagine
1: when he went to Sony and pitched that, I want to make a UPS simulator. I and know. they're like, Aye, no bother, man. Fine. Well, Will you have a gun? There'll be a gun at some point, aye? Right, okay. It's so weird. So <laughs> weird.
2: It's so fucking weird. I just, I, I don't I ever see myself
1: a, playing it. I had such a great time with it. But the thought of replaying it makes me feel sick.
2: Uh, a couple of hours in, and I was just like, Nah.
1: I was totally enthralled by it. Like, I put over 100 hours into it, but wow. uh, they're making. They're supposed to be making a second one, and I just, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it again. I really enjoyed the whole time I played it, but thinking about going back to it just makes me unwell. <laughs> 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 He's got to be fucking at it a wee bit there, though. See, I mean, I know, like, look, like as someone, we're all prone to a wee bit of hyperbole, but uh, offers every day. No, nothing that's not. He's probably he is getting offers though. Oh he will have offers. Granted, Microsoft's been in there. Big Phil, big fucking smug Phil. He's bag of money and then crying Jim bag of money.
0: Atomic Hearts, the upcoming first-person shooter from Mundfish and Focus Entertainment, has an official release date. In what can only be described as a moment of madness, some intern at the publisher has chucked a dart at the calendar and decided that February 21st was an acceptable release date. As an added bonus, the game will also be available day one on Xbox Game Pass. Ah, the February window.
1: What is folks' problem? (laughs) I don't fuck I mean, it happened this year when every fucking game came out in February. And we, we all sat there and went, aye, they fucking learned a lesson for that, eh? <laughs> and now it's even worse next year. What the fuck are they doing? There's a fucking game coming out every day in February. Okay. PSVR 2 is February no? Folk have only got so much money, guys. Just why? Like, they must be, I think maybe it's just because we don't really know that much about what's coming up after. Like, maybe they know, like, we're sitting here going you're a fucking idiot for releasing February but they'll know more than we do and maybe they're going I will wait to you see what's fucking coming out in April and May and June and July do you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe Maybe. I mean that's giving them the massive benefit of the doubt but if you haven't seen this game by the way check a trailer for it it looks cool as fuck really cool I think mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty good I don't know if we're allowed to like it it's made by uh, a Russian team <laughs> but uh, it's it's <laughs> fucking we shouldn't good.
2: really be penalised name for the <laughs> oh, no, for one guy.
1: <laughs> I'd love if there's just like a fucking special thanks and special thanks King Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks fucking great, and it's another one for Game Pass. Game Pass is gonna have a fucking massive 2023, mm. big time.
0: Okay, so to mark the 20th anniversary of the Ratchet & Clank series, Insomniac Games is bringing five of the entries released on PS3 to PS Plus Premium. Available for streaming from the 15th of November 2022, the games are Ratchet & Clank, of course, Ratchet & Clank Going Commando, Ratchet & Clank Up Your Arsenal, Ratchet & Clank Deadlocked and Ratchet & Clank Future Tools of Destruction.
1: Ratchet and Clank Daft.
2: Mm-hmm. Good. I like the Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, they're good, too. Yeah, it's ah, they're good, good game.
1: games. So we bit annoying though, because like quite a few of those games initially like come out on PlayStation Two, and then they were like ported to PlayStation Three, mm. and it's the PlayStation Three version that they're putting up. Mm-hmm. So you're only able to play it on PS Plus through streaming. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they made it the PS Two version, it could have just been on your console actually playing it. Mm. Which is a bit annoying, but then it's maybe get trophies, so mm. you got to go where the trophies are. That is, the,
2: that is the thing. <laughs> That's what Andy
1: always says. Mm-hmm. Give me those trophies. Aye. You want to achieve them for that plan? I love them. I love them. <laughs> Gobble them up. Oh
0: goodness, okay. Hollywood giant Lionsgate has revealed it is in discussions to greenlight quote a big AAA game based on the John Wick franchise. During a recent earnings call with investors, the Lionsgate CEO said that they were fielding proposals. Quote, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but we believe there is a big AAA game to be made out of John Wick, he said. We have been fielding proposals. We certainly are interested in moving that forward, but I don't want to say anything more about it at this time.
1: It's exciting. It is exciting. Basically, Max Payne for <laughs> I mean it's not it's going to be called John Wick but it basically is the closest I'm actually paying for we're going cool. to get aye, but it'd be yeah. cool
2: to be set in that world though yeah That's, I love John Wick so, so good aye and they're making a spin off as well oh are they yeah there's a character I forget it's a it's a, a, a lady a woman and they're making a spin off from it and it'll be more in that world just, the world building in that film was so good you know what I mean I fucking love it like the what's the place called again it begins with C. Oh, the fucking hotel bit that goes to. Oh, shit.
1: Oh, hotel. Fuck.
0: Starts with a C. It's been a while since
1: I've seen it. Continental.
2: Continental. Mm. That's it. Like the world building with those tokens and everything. Mm. It's just so fucking cool.
1: Aye, it's a really fucking. I, I remember like, watching the first film and I wasn't to expect much. I just thought, oh, be a decent sort of action film. It was fucking brilliant. It was just, like, I think the moment that it just went over the... It just sort of crossed that line for me was when, like, it was the fucking baddest mobster. It was, like, so there was a wee guy who had got annoyed about something to do with John Wick and killed his dog. And then he's supposedly the most feared gangster in, like, America. And the boy phones him up and he's like, I killed the guy's dog, and he's like, who was it? And he's like, John Wick. And th- this mobster's just like, oh, my... F- God. And he, he seems like this type of guy that's not scared by anything, but as soon as he finds out that his son's killed John Wick's dog, he's like, oh my God, He'll no. No, why have you done that? No. Fucking brilliant. I was just checking. John Wick's
2: coming for you, and there's fuck all you
1: can do. <laughs> I was just checking there, because even though it's not a game, I was like, I'm fucking sure John Wick 2 is out in February, but it's not as much. Uh, John Wick 2? Uh, John Wick 4, sorry. Four. All right, yeah. So there's another... Uh, multimedia release beginning next year good stuff good stuff it's a shame who would we get to make it though like because Remedy Canny they're making fucking 84 games now because that's how you would almost choose since they made the Max Payne games that's the gameplay you would want (laughs) I suppose they'll they'll fucking pull a team out their ass I hope it's a good team though I hope it's not like I don't know oh here's this team that's making it they made the fucking multiplayer for Resident Evil and some lad, you know what I mean? You want it to be like, oh yes, that team's fucking making it brilliant. They
2: made the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mobile
1: (laughs) version. (laughs) Hopefully it's somebody good.
0: We also have a new DSX game is reportedly in development Mm. at IDOS Montreal, a newly acquired studio of Embracer Group. Bloomberg's Jason Shire had this to say when talking about the studio closure. Of Onima, previously named Square Enix Montreal, IDOS Montreal, which remains intact, cancelled the Stranger Things inspired Kids on Bike scheme that was rumored recently. They're now working on one a new IP, two a new Deus Ex, very very early, and three co-dev partnerships with Xbox, including Fable.
2: Hmm. What was the last Deus Ex revelations? Is that
1: Mankind Divided oh, on a- PS4? Ah, that was good. That was a good I don't I didn't think it was as good as um Human Revolution. That was my favourite one, the one in PlayStation three slash three sixty. Right. But uh mind. Mankind Divided was really good. It didn't sell that great, but I think which is why I think it's been shelved. But see to be fair, see this story, it should have been about the fact that Embracer Group closed Square Enix Montreal mm. but that just felt like a sad story. So part of that story was Jason Schreier reporting that a new DSX is coming. I was like, well, that's a nicer story, so we'll just take that. We don't do sad stories. (laughs) Just seemed like a better angle. (laughs) Uh, Aye, because that... uh... So Square Enix Montreal, they had like about four weeks ago or something like that, changed their name to this Onama or whatever it is, oh, they'd, wow. and they'd rebranded, they made a new logo, and they're like, we're going to make a new game, and then fucking three weeks later, square in, uh Embracer groups like that, and you're closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, there's obviously not a great deal of fucking cohesion going on in that studio, because no. why would you let a team fucking rebrand and then fucking shut them down three weeks later.
2: It's obviously like a quick decision.
1: Uh, they've got like yeah. 80 studios or something like that. And it's just, I think things just fall through the cracks. But I'm all for a new DSX game. I fucking love that franchise. Adam Jensen is the boy.
2: Yeah, I would I would definitely play that again.
1: I've always wanted to be able to just touch my fucking temple and a wee, pss, cool set of shades appear. here. I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could get something like that. You're what?
0: not a shades-wearing kind of guy. I'm, no,
1: I'm, but, I'm cool as fuck, but... No, that he'd... Fuck you. Kind <laughs> <sighs> can't believe he's fucking slag, would, slagging my potato. I would look
2: good in sunglasses. Mm. Like, proper sunglasses. The more
1: you're facing covered up, the better.
2: It's covered up with a beard? <laughs>
0: Okay, wrap-up time for some other bits and pieces of news. So, first up, Overdose gameplay has leaked. This is the new Hideo Kojima game that is rumoured to be premiered at the upcoming Game Awards in December. And also we have the Final Fantasy XVI producer has said a release date reveal is planned for this year. He also stated that the game is 95% complete.
1: So probably both those announcements at the Game Awards. Yeah, If they're so. going to announce the release date. They said that Final Fantasy XVI would be summer next year. So probably Game Awards for that. They'll do another trailer. And then Jeff Keighley and Kojima are like besties. So, aye. Uh, it's worth looking up, actually, the tra- the, the leak for that uh, overdose game. It looks quite cool. Um the animation looks really good. It's just a girl kind of going through a house, I think, and she's fucking uh, shit for it. it's always
2: good. You'll never know what the actual game is until it's... No.
1: He he's said that it's some sort of new kind of t- cross-media take that's never been done before. Okay, but oh, then he does, he, he does kind of say stuff like oh, He's, nah, he's, he's weirdo. He's not overly humble. But <laughs> I, it, lo- it looks cool. It's, it looks like a kind of horror game, so mm. hopefully it's cool.
0: Yeah, okay. That's all for the news then this week.
1: Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. Get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late, they'll soon be outside of your game. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin... In a highly irregular move, this week we have moved the Get In The Bin section to the Discord. A wee Discord exclusive, as it was deemed too hot for the podcast. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming.
0: Okay, well with that said, Craig, do you want an achievement for that trophy? Yes. Did I nail it?
1: You did. But you can also yes. say you want a trophy for that achievement. That's the beauty of the fucking thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> basically, the obviously, this section has now sort of changed into just a general discussion of trophies and achievements. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a few things that I want to, to bring to your attention. Uh, the trophy list for Ragnarok is live, and it's pretty much the same, not the same trophies, but it's like 2018, where there's no difficulty trophies. But you are going to have to pretty much do everything, do all the side content, mm. all the kind of optional bosses, stuff like that. You're probably looking at about seventy hours. I think it's it's about yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do that stuff anyway? Because it's an eight out of ten. Also, what? That, that was the, that was that was the first game. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> this one might be better.
2: Holy
1: fuck. Uh, Sonic Frontiers will be out this week, Ooh. and there's no trophy or achievement info on that yet.
0: I thought you were just going to say no trophy achievements for that,
1: and you were. You're not allowed to do that. It's mm. mandatory. Mm. Is but, it actually though? Ah, uh, you're not allowed to release a game about trophies or achievements. Are You joking? No, you're not. It's a thing. have got so you've got to like. That's part of the submission process. Ah, oh, okay. Ah, uh, you've got to have them.
0: You don't have to have a platinum.
1: No. You do have to have a thousand G, but you can you can have a smaller amount of trophies, but mm. uh, you have to have trophies. Um, but yeah, no, it's even though the reviews come out today, it's sitting at seventy three in Metacritics. So it's actually probably looking a bit better than I thought it was going to. We probably will check it out. Um, but yeah, Sonic games, from what I remember, are usually pretty difficult. Platinum, so I, th- I don't know if it'll be the same. Considering it's three D, or if it'll be a bit easier now that they're looking to appeal to smaller kids with the films. Mm. Um, but we'll need to wait and see on that. The trophies and achievements for Goat Simulator 3 are up.
0: Yeah, so see and the Fantasy Critic League have all three of these games you've just mentioned. Right.
1: <laughs> so yeah. the, the first one's probably going to do better for you than the other two. Yeah. But, go, hey, Goat Simulator, the drone was pretty fun. I mean, it was just daft fun, yeah. but there was a trophy in that that was a complete cunt.
0: Oh, the Flappy Bird Flappy one. Flappy
1: Bird. Yeah. You had to go to, like, an arcade thing and play, like, Flappy Bird. Right. But the oh. hitboxes were, like awful. So you had to get like a score of 20 and it was fucking brutal. I had to get my wee cousin over who at the time she was just obsessed with playing it on phones and so she was fucking shit hot at it and mm-hmm. I got her to get it for me because I just fucking couldn't Jess couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was <laughs> murder. I'm
0: pretty sure, did you pay her tenner or something for it? I feel like you did.
1: Oh, I think I gave her money, aye. She was, oh she was, a bit, f- she was about 14 or something at the time and I was like, hey, look He's up. paying children... <laughs> <laughs> Folks <laughs> I, I just, just wanted to fucking make it worth our while. Let's just try to be a nice section fucking cut. Is taking a turn. Yep. It's okay. like a
2: it's
1: like a trophy sweatshop <laughs> <laughs> Just Holy fucking fuck. churning out platinums. And see the worst of it is it's all in my fucking old account. I don't even think I've got it in the new one. Or maybe I paid it again to do that one, I can't remember. But yeah, this one has I was just having a quick look through the trophy list And there's a trophy for sinking all the goat towers So obviously it's like a rip the piss on Assassin's Creed You've Mm -hmm. got to go up all the towers and fucking sink the uh, like (laughs) uh, Synchronisation points, which is cool Um, But yeah, in terms of a sort of relatively easy platinum this week There's a game called Hat Up Hat Up Uh, that we got through, and all you need to do in this game is complete 30 levels. It's a 2D platformer, and in each level you've got to find the guy's hat, and he'll put it on, and then get to the door. And you've got, (laughs) and you've got to complete 30 levels. It gets, the last 10 levels are a bit, are a bit more difficult. There's some quite precision platforming needed for the last 10 levels. Uh, mm-hmm. Your hat stays on No, it doesn't fall off That'd be a bastard like, See if you're jumping The hat fell off And you had to go and get it again no, no, Nightmare no, no, no. situation no, no. But no, the hat seems glued to your head Once you put it on Thankfully Like Mario Like Mario uh, But yeah, so It's probably a 3 out of 10 Difficulty, maybe a 3.5 Takes about half an hour But that's one maybe worth picking up If you like 2D platformers And while I was searching for The God of War And the front, uh, Sonic Frontiers And the Goat Simulator Trophy and Achievement Lists I saw a list pop up for a game called Garfield Lasagna Party. And I thought...
2: Oh, that's right. Garfield loves a lasagna, doesn't "Mm." he?
1: And I got a whiff and I thought, I wonder. I wonder. Mm -hmm. Do we have a shitty platinum on our hands? Mm -hmm. It's a cart racer. I don't, I don't know where you would get that from the fucking name. The fuck? You would think you'd want to put the word cart or racer in it, yeah, but. Was I, in your party? Aye. I just thought it was going to be like a Garfield platformer, but I started yeah. looking at the trophies and it kept saying, come first in this race, come first in this <laughs> race. And I was like, oh, there must be a few races in it. But every fucking trophy, <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, it's an actual fucking cart racer. That's strange. Is there enough folk in the Garfield universe to make a cart racer? I don't, f- I, couldn't I don't tell know. you. Does he get pals? Know. I don't think so. I, don't know. I think he's a fucking bit of a loner that,
2: that I've never actually watched a Garfield cartoon or anything like that. I
1: don't think I have either. Mm. But might be one to keep an eye on if mm. you're if you're into we But yeah. There you go. Now you can get a, an achievement with that trophy.
0: Thanks so much, Craig. You're welcome. No, I mean it. I really mean it.
1: I know you do. It's heartfelt.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, it's time for our movie of the week. So each week we like to pick a movie, we all watch it, and then we all talk about it. Last week we decided to go for The Room 2003. Both myself and Craig had not seen this before, Andy, you had. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It was something. I'll read a little bit of the plot to give you an idea in case you have not seen it. Or if you have just a reminder of what the plot is, because
1: I'm gonna plot doesn't do it justice though, yeah. it does it, guys? I'm gonna need a strong drink for this one.
2: Okay. Miller time.
0: Okay. So it, the film centres around the character Johnny. He's basically living the American dream. He's got it all: beautiful future wife. He does, he has an issue about calling her fiance for some reason. Hmm. Future wife.
2: I'm your future husband.
0: Named Lisa. Uh, he's got a good friend mark and a successful career as a banker in san francisco however something is happening happening in his life right under his nose lisa is having an affair with mark and yeah the the plot is getting unfolds. pegged for the best pal okay so let's talk firstly just maybe about tommy <clears throat> wazzle who Wazo. is right. the Director and all oh, stars creator, in it. Right. Oh, he's yeah. a one-man shop. yes yeah. So questions around how this film came about and also how it was financed. There was mm-hmm. chat about he imported and sold leather, leather jackets, jackets from South Korea, um, but he has kind of refused to elaborate on this. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to have quite a lot of money, but nobody really knows where it's came from. No. Or yeah. Um. He also post-release claimed this film was meant to be a comedy full of so-bad-it's-good elements. Pish talk. But I don't think that's the case. I think reception...
2: Pish talk.
0: Yeah, was not great. 100% um,
2: made to be a drama and it's so bad, people all over the world went to fucking viewings of it at midnight drunk and this is what's happened.
0: I feel like we should just get straight into the sex scenes.
1: Because... I that way you like to start, I eh? don't oh, no.
0: But the film contains over ten minutes of sex scenes, which is about ten percent of the film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the first issues I have, and it does tie into the sex scenes, is that in your opening sort of synopsis there, you said about his beautiful fiancee. I is, no it, is it me? I no know, that nice. I didn't think she was attractive. No. no. I thought there was something a bit butch about her. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the nose. That chub.
2: Bit chubby.
0: Well, we felt our weight fluctuated, depending on the scene, to be honest.
1: Um, yeah. And, <laughs> and it was... Probably. I, it was really weird, right? Because, like, I don't know. See, when they have, like... I, I was... I mean, as a guy when there's a sex in TV you're always like, Oh, what we're we gonna see here or whatever. But like I don't know, like I always find it interesting in films because like
2: Is that what all guys do? I'd fucking people? think
1: so. But in some just <laughs> seeing some films, you're like, I don't know, I always it's interesting, you find it quite creative, like I don't know, you get like a, a standard action film or whatever, and there's like a sex scene, and sometimes they do the most creative fucking possible ways of not showing you nudity, but mm. trying to get it across, and you're like, you know what? You've actually fucking done well there. Where there's like a fucking, I don't know, like a wire hanging down, and that's just enough to or fucking
2: these all positioned perfectly. Aye, mm-hmm. right. right. everything's
1: just perfect, so that you just don't see and I I um. like I just find it interesting. So like for the first like minute or two of this fucking opening sex scene, they were sort of doing stuff like that and then the last two minutes of it they did every single thing to get our tits in the screen (laughs) like it went from one to the other one
2: extreme to the next
1: it was so weird and I think when we were watching it I said like every time it almost felt like the sex scenes were there as a as like a vessel for the shite songs it was like as if he had like he had licensed Five really shit by uh, boy band songs. And he was like, Well, I've got the. i going to use these. So we need to use these. So we need five sex scenes, one for each of these songs. Because mm-hmm. each time a sex scene started, it was some other awful bit of fucking music. Do you know what I mean? That felt like they were. <laughs> I felt like the-, the sex scene was there to facilitate the song, not right. the other way around. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I have some, some, some interesting tidbits on, on the sex scene. So at the time of watching the first and the third sex scene, which are both with. Tommy or Johnny and like right. Lisa, um, I did say, that looks just like the same footage from the yes. first
1: one. Ah, it looked like the same fucking scene. Yeah, it
0: turns out it was. So, Oh
1: my god, that's so, so lazy.
0: So, he loved filming... See, to
1: be fair, see if you were that bird, would you want to have a fucking fake sex scene with him? No. well you had to? No. He looked like a fucking crab hemorrhaging on top of somebody. <laughs> and it was he was at the wrong angle. Like, he was trying to fuck her in the stomach. Like at one point did she have to go it's not meant to go in my belly button. Yeah. <laughs> oh so
0: Tommy was so pleased with the sex scene footage that he wanted all of it in the film before the editor was like nah, I don't think this is a good idea. The first scene se- Was he know the editor? The first sex scene <laughs> was probably scene, there. Um, was nearly six minutes before oh it was then cut in half. Um, oh my god.
1: How awkward with a six this minute This is the decisions this guy um, was trying yeah. to make.
0: Yeah, but obviously the, the second one was created from reused and unused shots from the first one. So, oh
1: God. that makes yeah. sense because it did look like the exact same fucking scene. I suppose when two folk are naked in the same bed, it is going to look like the same scene. I su- like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it really, there was something about it that just,
2: I, I long think
1: because they reused yeah. a few shots. Yeah.
2: And
0: also, it? I was deeply grossed out when I saw his naked ass body. Um, from the rear, and but apparently he insisted on having his bare bottom filmed because he said, I have to show my ass or this movie won't sell. But oh my God. again, the editor tried to convince him to cut the shot because, um, it was horrendous. Like, his wife actually said it like scarred her. She was like, No,
1: that's his fucking wife talking yeah. as well. You know what I mean? Like, but he did, he had a really fucking as soon as it started, me and you in Castle sat and watched this. And straight away, since the sex scene started, like I say, he's fucking flapping about on top here like a fucking seal out of water. And I was like, what is wrong with his ass? Every time he moved, it like contorted, each ass cheek like contorted in such a weird way. And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with him? What's going on? And why? Well, <laughs> why maybe, he's, maybe he's communicating to somebody through like
2: arse morse code or something like that. <laughs> it seemed like. And I was like, what fucking age
1: is he meant to be? Like, no, that's, that's another thing. We don't know. Like, can we get on to this? So, like, I was just, Castles had seen this film before, right? Right. So, i we're starting watching this film and I just had question after question. I'm like, what age is he? Don't know. What age is he meant to be? Don't know. Is he fucking worked into his face? Don't know. Is that his real ass? Don't know. What <laughs> the fuck? Why is he shagging her in the stomach? Don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is going on here? I don't know. Is I don't English know. his first language? No, don't think so.
0: Well, They think
1: he's from Poland, but he refuses to say where he's from. Why would you refuse to say where you're from?
0: There was quite a few of the scenes that, like, I was like, is this, like, version we're watching, like, out of sync? Like, I was kept looking at him being like, that doesn't look like he's saying what he's meant to be saying. But apparently a lot of the dialogue was actually dubbed in because he, like, was so shit at memorising his lines. They had to Mm -hmm. use, like, cue cards and then, like, I don't know, I think the sound crew had loads of difficulties because have his inability to act. It would
2: seem
1: So questioning Was he an actor before this film? Yes.
2: Yeah. The guy that the guy Mark, that is his actual pal that he met during I don't know some when, other film. i maybe they went to like fucking film school or something together, something like that. And and they made this film together. And he got him into be his best pal because he was kind of his best pal. Um and that scene that fucking notorious scene up in the roof. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. You know when he comes in and he fucking throws the water bottle? Yeah. Oh, It's fucking incredible. It's that tragic. one, apart, apparently, he struggled with that one to remember the lines. He, he must have done that like a thousand times, apparently. And it's just... I don't know. Does that, that scene is well where he goes into that fucking flower shop and it's like it's so weird because he goes in and just hello and the woman goes you're my favourite customer Johnny just like out of nowhere like, who she, says that she
0: was not an actor she genuinely just worked the in the flower shop oh my god
2: and then he goes by to he be hello doggy and pats the dog and then just goes out Yeah. and it's like a bit in his head he's making all these wee decisions like, and when I walk out I'll pat the dog and I'll go and oh, that's cool that, that's going to look good no it yeah. just looks fucking weird and mm. out of place all these decisions I'm making
1: so fucking weird. I've I've wrote down that the girl was like a poundland Britney Spears. There was something a little bit Britney Spears about her, but obviously highly unattractive. Yeah.
0: Denny was also another character that featured... What was he
1: about, oh, man? man? Weird. See that scene when he's on the roof and he's... Oh, no, is he on the roof? And he's like, I think I'm in love with... What's her name? Lisa. I think I'm in love with Lisa. And she's like... He, and he's like ha 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 because his he's laugh is the stuff of nightmares by the I way know. absolute nightmares it's like a Chucky doll laughing, and, and she's like nah I'm not. <laughs> fucking laughs and she's he's like but I think about her all the time I think I'm gonna I'm gonna marry her when I'm older and he's like ha ah, ha that's great let's go and get some food and you're like he's just told you he's gonna marry your missus and he's in love with her and, and this isn't
0: the guy that's actually shagging her I, by the way yeah,
1: yeah and he's just like <laughs> ha ha
2: I know, it's so, it goes from so extremes to another, doesn't it? You see when he comes, that that scene when he comes out and throws the water bottle, when he's like, I didn't hit her, I did not. And then he goes, oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her, it's not true, it's bullshit, I did not hit her, I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? I have a problem with Lisa, she said that I hit her. What? Well, did you? No, it's not true, don't even ask. You know, what I mean? and it's just like he's, I, like, he's, he's like totally about, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> he comes flying out and he's like, "Right, you want to look dead angry here, and then, then you're going to transition into talking to Mark in a wee minutes, so then calm down." But no, it's like bang, bang. Yeah. It's like proper. I did not hear her. I did not. He slams the bottle and then, oh hi, Mark, and it's. It's fucking hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious watching it.
1: It's so funny. It's so
2: funny realising that he's done it for real, though. Aye. That's, that he thinks he's a good actor. It's, oh, man, it's, it's genuinely incredible. I think it's incredible.
1: I just... That's what I mean. That's why I, I I didn't know if he'd ever done any acting before this, because how could you have? Like, we could sit really? here and reenact that film right now and do a 50 times better job. <laughs> yeah, we would. it's fucking incredible Mm -hmm. like what the fuck is he doing (laughs) and there's there's so many like I mean there's no way all of them can be atrocious actors like I don't know like at certain points see Lisa's mum you're like Mm. I could see in certain situations where maybe she would fit as an okay actor in a film Right? Mm-hmm. She seems okay. She doesn't do anything particularly bad. Aye, but, but the her... dialogue in this film is trying to make that work. That's what I'm saying. Her fucking dialogue's awful. Like, at one point, like, fair enough, the, the Lisa girl was a lying cow. And the, maybe the mum does know that. But she's like, Yeah, Johnny hit me. And uh, he beats me all the time. He drinks. And she's basically just like, Aye, and what? You should still marry him. Like, in what world is that the response? I don't know. <laughs> and she's just like, Oh, you just need to leave, mum. <laughs> we'll We'll talk about this later
2: the fact that like the roof for example it's all like CGI yeah yeah.
0: they did have a roof of the building that they could have used but apparently they used a green screen yes that's what's
2: so weird about it they had an actual probably it was probably that roof the real bit yeah but then they CGI'd it and made it and it's like why why was that a decision you you made it's like he's got money he just wants
1: to waste it
2: Mm -hmm. it's so fucking strange
1: is it right enough that this film cost about six million? Oh, I've not
2: the oh, budget. I
1: don't the know that but... I, I think Castle said something about this film cost like six million. Where no. the fuck did that money go? I know. I don't think... I, you uh, you can be, make could,
2: a film for a couple of million. I, I think that's roughly what you probably put into
1: it. Depends who you, how, how much you're paying for. But outside of the actors, I mean, what's the fucking... What's the cost involved here? I, I, I saw something about there was 400 staff. Jeez, How? A full crew, like a full crew. But you could have recorded it with a fucking oh. handheld camera. Like he could have literally made this on like a fucking two hundred pound budget if he knew the folk.
2: No, oh, it's mental. It's
1: so weird. And at one point, I've just wrote this down. Like I was just thinking, this film was missing a fake pregnancy. See when she just is like I'm pregnant, and then <laughs> somebody comes over and goes, I can't believe you're pregnant. She's like, I'm not I'm lying. And I was like, <laughs> that lasted long. It's <laughs> like course, course. A, drama- ex- a dramatic a, story uh, arc. Yeah. That's exactly what this film was missing. A fucking fake pregnancy. Well done, you.
0: Yeah. So again, I read something about nothing between the second sex scene and the you're birth- really
1: liking these sex scenes. And the
0: birthday party has any effect on the plot? Nothing that happens during that whole bit.
1: Well, yeah. Aye. So. That's true because everything seems in limbo during that time because she's deciding that she's wanting to split up with him but she's also talking about throwing this party and then it just keeps cutting to different things which seem like different days mm-hmm. but no time seems to be passing because she's still like, yeah, the party's coming up and then it's another day and it's like, ah, oh, the party's coming up I'm still thinking i getting rid of him. and it just almost goes in like in purgatory like that for like fucking half an hour of just atrocious fucking acting. And I don't. You won't notice this unless you, you get it pointed out. I maybe take a clip of it and post it on Twitter or something like that, right? But there's a scene where Lisa is telling her pal that she's cheating on Johnny, right? Mm-hmm. Every time she, it must just be what? the angle she's sitting at, like, but every time she talks, this lump just comes out her neck and goes back in. That's it's weird. so fucking weird. I didn't notice that. It's the kind of thing that, like, see if you go back and you see it, you'll be like, no, "What the fuck is that?" But it just keeps <gasps> fucking happening. Yeah.
0: So towards obviously, the end of the movie, he he's placed a tape recorder in the property
2: but- to mm.
0: presumably he's got some suspicions at this point, I believe.
2: But this, I don't. This sort is cause of is g- such a fucking. Smart detective, is not it?
1: But this sort of goes to the point of the timeline being way off because I've wrote down, is this tape on long play or something like that? Yeah. Because it seems like he's got it plugged in for about four weeks mm-hmm. and it's still fucking recording.
0: And then <laughs> that that is how it comes about that he realises... So you started, zoned out uh, you, you started
1: to fall asleep at this point, no. So when during the actual party, uh, Lisa and Mark have a domestic right in the middle of the room. Uh, and Johnny comes over and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, you wouldn't know. And he's like, I know more than you think. <sighs> and so they sort of know from that, but then he gets more information off the tape. Right,
0: And then that leads to him having an absolute fucking meltdown. You're
2: telling me i bad, Lisa! <laughs> you shouldn't have any secrets from me. I'm your future husband.
1: You sure about that? Maybe I'll
0: change my mind.
2: Don't talk like that. What do you mean?
0: What do you think?
1: Women change their minds all the time. (laughs) You must be kidding, aren't you? Look, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to go upstairs and wash up and go to bed.
2: How dare you talk to me like that? You should tell me everything. I can't talk right now. Why, Lisa? Why, Lisa? Please talk to me. Please. You are part of my life, you are everything. I could not go on
1: without you, Lisa. You're scaring me. You are lying, I nearly hit you. You are tearing me apart, Lisa.
2: Why are you so hysterical? Do you understand life? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking bro impression.
1: <laughs> it was actually really good. I'm gonna put on that side to side. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's... I just... Yeah, what the actual fuck? I just... I wonder... Like, see, the thing is, right, the guy, he's obviously self-conscious about this because, like you say, he fucking thought this was a good film. And when it's came out and everybody has ripped the utter hole out of it, he has then went... I meant it. I meant Mm -hmm. that. Because Mm -hmm. he's obviously not willing to take the slagging yeah. for it being such a bad film. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to get this information out well, of his him. His
2: ego has been bruised Yeah, start going, uh-huh. this is a brilliant comedy, by the way. And he's went, uh, uh-huh, yeah, Aye.
1: Aye. yeah. Aye. <laughs> and he's just had to play along with it. So, be- But because of that, you'll never get the information out of him that you want. Like, no. what were you going for in this scene? Cause like, I want to know that stuff. I I'm want to show sure you where they get munchy or man. I want to sit down and be like, what were you trying to get here? Because, yeah. cause what the fuck? I know, I know. Like, who, who's meant to, like, it almost to me felt like some girl in his past hurt him and he's never got over it. And so, in real life, aye. And so, this whole film is just him sort of exposing that women are shit. This is what's happened to him. This is a a true life story. Either this happened or he's just like, because I don't know, he just like, what, I mean, what is the film? Like, and maybe it's just because of the, like, we took it as comedy, obviously, everybody took it as fucking comedy. But, like, jumping ahead to the end, obviously, spoilers, we always give spoilers, but, like, see when he fucking kills himself. I did not see that coming. I did not see that being the end. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just going to do his weird laugh <laughs> and fucking our mm-hmm. chuck another football with that wee guy. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be fine. Like, you didn't, I don't know. I, I, I realised that he was like, Risa! and he's giving it his shite. But at no point did you think it had escalated to the point that he was going to fucking off himself. Mm-hmm. And then he just did and you're like, did he? Ex-? and then the credits are rolling and you're like, Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) How's that done then? Yeah. Like, there was no build. There was no...
2: There's no arcs to this thing. Nothing. There's no... no, You can tell he's not a great writer, obviously. Because films follow a certain start, middle and end. And this is just all over the shop, really.
1: I just I feel like because I mean like I said I'd never seen this film before but I feel like because this film is like so infamously bad now you're not going to get the real story from anyone like see like I saw that the last thing the girl Lisa had ever been in was like a sort of documentary thing about this film oh, I mean. and so obviously I've not seen it but I guarantee you she'll be going she'll just sit there and be like I mean yeah I knew it was going to be awful but I just thought we'll hammer it up and we'll play it really tight and it'll be it'll be funny mm. that's a job. I, like, Aye, but, like, is that how she actually felt? Like, at what point during the film did she go, holy fuck, this is fucking atrocious? Or did she think, oh, this might be all right at the time? Like, what the... I want to know what these other people thought. And, like, aye, somebody needs to find out more about this Wasu guy because, like, he looks... See, to me... The
2: person who's going to know is probably James Franco. Aye. He spent a lot of time with him. And I bet he probably divulged a lot of info to him. Probably. You know what I mean? So I think James Franco's probably the guy that you'll maybe... Even, if it's out there now, or eventually you'll maybe hear. Mm-hmm. But I feel as if maybe you would have heard about it during the press for Disaster
1: Artist. I need to watch that film. Is it quite good? Ah, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. I'll need it's to good. watch that. Now you'll
2: appreciate Yeah.
1: It so the, so the the that's
0: run. be. That's based on this film. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's but
2: bit, it's but Franco brilliant. Tommy Wiseau making the room. Uh, you know what I mean. Okay. And it's it's good. I mean, James Franco is this spit. Yeah. And, and he's a fucking he great. I really like Franco. He's brilliant. He's so it's like the absolute double. Okay. It's an, it's uncanny how he does it. Okay. Um, but it's a good. Thing. Better
0: than your impression just there.
2: Just tearing po- the bad loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a wee bit. Oh, Schwarzenegger! It <laughs> is aye.
1: It's getting about fucking fifteen different accents in I one. Know, I know. No, but, but you you appreciate The disaster
2: artist because you've watched this film now. I you know. I'm liked, definitely going to watch like it. Film anyway because it's just a good film, and you be like, "What the fuck's this about?" And then you could watch the room and then go, yeah. "Oh, but it's better if you watch the room and then watch the disaster disaster artist."
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check it out. But like, I just. In my head, like, although I suppose the guy's still alive, so maybe not, mm-hmm. but when I started still watching this.
2: films? Still making films with that Mark guy?
1: I need to watch more of them.
2: There's, there's two other films that it's called, like, Best Friends or something. Are like they that. as bad? I've not watched I'm not watching them.
1: I'm fucking watching I, him again. I think you're forgetting what this no. podcast section is all about. Ah, aren't I know,
2: like, I might, <laughs> we might do it now, obviously. Oh, I fucking will, I and can we're gonna assure get, you. Can I get enough
1: of Tommy? Aye. Aye. But, I am ah, writing made, it I am writing it down just now in pen.
2: Best, best friends. He's made two more films of this Mark guy who's the character's name, obviously, but be his best pal. So
1: but, fucking so right. Is
0: it your best friend? Because that, that that line was said a lot of
1: times. Oh my god. You're my best friend, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, He's your best friend straight after. <laughs> fucking amazing.
2: Just so getting that So comes.
1: good. But i Just in closing, on this guy, like, to me, looking at him, so Castles is telling me, aye, nobody knows what age he is, nobody knows where he's from, nobody knows what his deal is. He looks about
2: 45, 50 in this film. So now he must... When was it? This was how long ago?
0: 2003. Fuck
1: hell. 20, 19 years ago. I think he looks about 60. But he in looks the like, in the film. But he looks like he's he looks like to me in the film he looks like a 60 year old that's had a lot of work done.
2: Yeah.
0: IMDb says born October 3rd
2: 1955. What does that make
1: him? Old. <laughs> Thanks for that fucking update. <laughs> that would make him 67.
2: Fucking hell. And I believe that. I believe so 47
1: that. at the time, 67. I would
2: believe that. It sounds
1: plausible. It's possible, aye. I mean, he would have had to have a rough paper round, but he just. He lo- Just uh, fucking. A
2: it. paper round in fucking
1: Bosnia or something?
2: Aye. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fucking bombs <you> know? gonna <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Aye, aye. But yeah, he obviously just is one of these guys that's like probably been raised in like some sort of Eastern European country, has somehow made a fair bit of money, has had quite a fucking high opinion of himself and went, I want to be an actor Mm. and I've got enough money that I can fucking do it and he's came over and thought, I can do this and he fucking clearly can but he's enough money that it has been able to get put out and then he's accidentally fucking Mm. became infamous off the back back of making one of the worst films ever.
2: There's rumours that his money has came from organised crime but then, can you see this guy in organised crime? Can you see this guy in anything organised? No. 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 No.
1: The crime, maybe, but it would be. Organised <laughs> No, organised crime. No way. No fucking way. I mean, the guy can He's an actor that can't remember two lines.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And no. just laughs all that, the time. Really it's not. the I mean, worst laugh in the world. There's, there's the scene on the rooftop where he laughs so inappropriately after mm. Mark's been telling oh, right. about, like, a. I don't know.
2: A, like a childhood trauma or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl She had a dozen guys One of them found out about it Beat her up so bad She ended up in a hospital On Guerrero Street
1: <laughs> What a story Mark <laughs> <laughs> no so funny Mark That's <laughs> like, right Can a story? It's the fucking Halloween story You're absolutely Just loving it <laughs> 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 Oh, oh Amazing Amazing um, yeah, cause we're recording earlier, I didn't have the time to do a podcast preview, so we don't have any audience pies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't have audience pies. I can't
0: imagine they're high.
2: Mark, I don't know. I don't know. Some folk might take this as like, I fucking love this for the sheer carnage of it. Yeah. That's it, where I'm that,
1: at. That's mm-hmm.
0: the thing, I suppose, depending on how you look at it, it was entertaining. Yes, it was exactly. massively entertaining. Which, yeah.
2: You can't I so you kind of look at it in a way that You've got to, like, criticise something in the bubble that it's in. Mm-hmm. So if you're actually entertained by it and it's brought you joy... Laughs. And laughs. It's done its
1: job. I'll do the opening gambit, right? <clears throat> in the spirit of a film section where we film... We talk about shit films and we review them in fucking pies.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Scotch pies, yeah. it's a It's a four pie for me. Okay because it was just so funny it was so fucking ridiculously funny and shit I'm going but for three yes yeah, three from three. each other. three from you that's quite good mm-hmm. I thought you were been a one-pire but you were right into the sex scenes you got a lot <laughs> you got a lot just, of notes on them
0: I was just intrigued by the just horror of it all the sheer right. volume of them
1: I think Jess has got the horn <laughs>
0: Ah, ass, you can't escape it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And on that note, we shall round up movie section for this week. So Craig, obviously doing some, some digging more on this film, discovered that Lisa was in a film called Go Shark 2, Urban Jaws, released in 2015. And the fact that it has sharks in it and it's 2.6 on IMDb, What's the hook?
1: It's a whole point lower rated than this yeah. that we just watched yeah. So, yeah. and I hadn't even checked the trailer but Andy watched about 15 seconds of the trailer and went yep let's watch this <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine I'm, I'm looking forward to getting in blind mm-hmm. and having my eyes opened
2: Yeah let's go for it Yep so
0: that's what we're going for next week Ghost mm-hmm. Shark 2 Urban Jaws
1: Mm-hmm. What we will do is provide a short synopsis of Ghost Shark 1 so that you're up to date.
0: Is there a 1? We don't know.
1: Yes. If there's <laughs> there not, is. I'll just make up a plot.
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, tune in next week for our thoughts on that. And in the meantime, make sure you watch it. And if you've not watched The Room yet, also a, a recommendation to do so. Three pies from us and four pies from you. Four pies, yeah. Yeah. So it's Ragnarok week. It is. It's pick of the week time. It is. Is that a one and one equals two? Pick of the week.
1: Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick It is, yeah. I put it to a vote. Because uh, it's a good week for gaming. Like, And I figured Ragnarok would win. But I knew if I just picked it. We would get right ins been like oh, you're such a fucking pony, fuck's sake, man! It's only on the, it's only on the PlayStation and there's multi platform games, at ahoy. Uh, so oh <laughs> I chose I chose four, put them in a poll. Uh, there was Football Manager 2023, which comes out on Tuesday on Game Pass and PC. It's been delayed on PlayStation. It didn't it didn't get through certification for some reason. Uh, so it'll be out soon on PlayStation. There's Return to Monkey Island, which we spoke about earlier, and it's Fucking brilliant. Uh, it's on Game Pass as well, and it's on PlayStation, but you have to buy it, and it's already on Switch and PC. Sonic Frontiers will be out by the time this comes out, and seems to be better than some folk expected. It's on everything, but you'll have to pay for it on everything. And yeah, God of War gets 60% of the vote, and as the, the game of the week, which is fair enough, it's highly anticipated. I believe you wanted a victory lap, a victory lap in, oh, well. term, in terms of God of War.
0: Well, as I, I, I mentioned see, earlier, I see, I,
1: see wee, I see a wee note here.
0: What? Where?
1: About uh, mentioned fantasy critic. Is well, you've got... it was
0: just to say, you know, that I mentioned earlier that I do have God of War, Ragnarok, in the fantasy critic cricket, uh, critic. Also, Sonic though, and Goat Simulator. So,
1: and Goat Simulator will probably do alright, but you'll get yeah, you'll get thirty-five points for Ragnarok. It's pretty good going. Very right, good going. Oh, one thing just to mention, actually, just before we go, another game that's out this week. See, when we're talking about the VR releases, one of the games is that's coming with PSVR 2 or out at the same time is a, a Jurassic World game called Jurassic World Aftermath. And it's almost like a, I mentioned, we did mention it during that section, but it's like a, it came to Quest about two years ago and I played it. It's, think alien isolation, right?
2: Oh, yes.
1: But with dinosaurs. But it's like cell shaded, so it's not scary. It's like cell shaded graphics like Telltale games. Yeah. But so you've got no weapons. You've just got to sneak about and you've mm. got to hide from the dinosaurs and try and get through it. Really good game. Uh, and it was VR only. It's on the, like I said, it's on the Quest. It's coming to PSVR too. Bizarrely, it's getting ported onto the Switch this week. Just the Switch. Mm. So it's going to be available in non-VR on the Switch. It comes out on the 11th Friday. Which, it's great in VR, I imagine it'll be pretty good, so that's our new Jurassic World game coming to Switch, which is quite cool. Better in VR, I'd imagine, though.
0: Cool, well, on that note, thank you very much and thanks everyone for listening to this episode, we hope you've enjoyed. As always, you can head to com for more, you can join our Discord, should you wish to chat to us and others about lots of gaming stuff, and yeah, make sure you're following our social channels as well. And we shall chat again next week. Goodbye!
2: Don't tell me about
0: (laughs) this podcast is recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Paisley.